This is Smart Money with Kevin Richards from KNR Consulting Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With over 10 years of experience in the financial industry, Kevin provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Kevin Richards to help you find out how to have financial peace of mind. Good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of Smart Money. Hi, I'm your host, Kevin Richards. Thank you again for tuning in on this wonderful Saturday afternoon. Hope you're having a blessed weekend and enjoyable Saturday with your family. And again, thank you for taking time out of your Saturday to listen to our show today. So I have you for the next 30 minutes. And our show today, we're going to focus on a little bit of a different topic. It's going to be about retirement lifestyle, how to make your retirement years fun, wild, and rewarding. Not just money talk today. We're going to go over fun ideas and make yourself have a really purposeful and enjoyable retirement years, what to do with all this free time you're going to have. And this is based out of years of experience with me talking to retired folks like yourself, being that I'm not retired yet, but I hear a lot of folks and what they do with their, their time off and their free time after they stop working. So I think our show will focus on this and I hope you have some fun with it today. I know I will. And, and our co-host Tony Shore will be with us. And Tony, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm having a great day. It's always a beautiful day here on the show. You know that. Yes. And I always manage to learn something, so that's good as well. But uh, Kevin, I know you've been a busy guy, and I know you love meeting with people, and you've helped so many people in our community with this type of uh, advice, retirement advice, financial advice, income planning. So you've been a busy guy lately. And I know you have educational uh, seminars and workshops as well, right? Yeah, Tony, we do about two of them a week out here in Orange County. And uh, there are various topics and they're always free. It's uh, mostly about how to maximize your social security benefits. That's one of them. And we also do one about taxes and retirement and how to increase your income when you do stop working. So uh, those are always available to our listeners as, as usual in our K-Bright family. So uh, they're they're really, I think, educational and informative. We do them usually during uh, the evening hours at 6.30 p.m. in uh, like different libraries and community centers all throughout Orange County. And of course, our listeners, all I have to do is call our office and one of our staff here will have that calendar and they're welcome to attend. They last about an hour and it's only educational. It's all we do. So uh, that's something we've been doing a lot of this past few weeks. Uh, now that you know school's back in session and everybody's kind of back into gear, we're uh, kind of full force here and doing a lot of our seminars and I love doing them and we love uh, meeting new people and something I, I encourage any listener out there if they want to come learn about us and learn about the dis different topics that we discuss, they're welcome to go to our, our seminars and they're, they're getting a lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds like fun. And I've been to the seminars. They're great. Uh, there's no uh, pressure. You, it's really educational and you learn so much valuable information that can help you save a lot of money uh, when it comes to uh, planning out your income. But I know on today's show, you want to focus on, it sounds like you want to focus on more of the lifestyle, uh, what you're going to do after you retire, things like that, correct? Exactly. And it, I think it's really important for a lot of reasons. It's, it's actually gives you something to look forward to. 
when you really nail down what it is you want to do during your retirement, I kind of equate it to the analogy of a vacation, Tony. Like you ever like, you know, part of the fun of a vacation is all that anticipation of what you're going to do when you go to Hawaii or Australia or Europe. It's all that, you know, buildup of fun and, and anticipated, you know, activities that you're going to do because you kind of described it. You've you pictured where you're going to go. You know what cities you're going to probably go to if you go to Hawaii or Europe. And you might have an agenda pretty well set of what you're going to do as far as excursions or places to go visit. And that all adds to the excitement. It's kind of like you're mapping out what you're going to do when you go on those, you know, two-week trips so you can take with your family. And again, it makes it where now you're you're kind of all your activities leading up to that that date of your vacation all have a purpose, they have a meaning, and it makes it more fun to do all the work you have to do to get out there on your vacation. And that's sort of like retirement. I really feel that way, where it's kind of like the ones I talk to, a lot of our clients, and they, the ones I see really that, that just thrive and they do well after they stop working are the ones that really, truly have a plan. I mean, they have nailed down how they're going to spend their time, what purposeful activities or volunteer work or even part-time jobs they're going to do when they stop working. And they've really kind of mapped it out in detail, not just, you know, the general concept of, well, I'm going to uh, be stress-free and lay around the house all day or watch TV or just kind of, you know, golf every day or something that just right. doesn't really have a purpose. Those folks I see get really bored fast at the ones that just kind of go with the wind and don't really have a plan or don't really do a, you know, a organized set of activities to make it, get the most out of it, all this free time and you know time they have, now they're able to do whatever they want. It's just a really obvious thing, but with a lot of us who, who are looking at you know retiring a year or two, maybe you haven't taken the time to do this. And I think it's a really fun activity to do, to really get some bright ideas and where, where could you go that doesn't cost a lot during retirement. Or maybe you do want to travel to some exotic locations that may cost money. And of course, you should nail that down so you know what your budget's going to be. And that, that also brings into play what to do with your money now, meaning your savings accounts and your IRAs, so as to get the income that you need to go on those you know, uh, expensive trips around the world, maybe, or, or so forth. But it really is fun to start planning these things. And I really, half the time when I talk to our clients, before we even go over their accounts or their investment options, et cetera, we actually start talking about what is it you really want to do in retirement? How does that look? Describe it to me so then we can get a real budget to let you do those things, you know? Yeah. And I bet you've had a lot of interesting, uh, you've probably heard a lot of interesting things that people want to do once they retire. You've worked with so many people. I mean, you know, start a worm farm or an ant farm <laughs> or, you know, oh, boogie, yeah. boogie board oh. every day. Yeah, I, I really do. And I'd say one of the things I'm hearing a lot more of nowadays is people who, who want to write a book. And there's there's really a lot of uh, ways to do this that aren't as time intensive or as laborious as one may think. And I myself am in the middle of getting a book written on financial planning. But a lot of retired folks want to write a book about their life, maybe, or their parents or you know a topic that they're really passionate about. And I, I tell you, I'll just give you a little secret here. A lot of people maybe not don't know this, but there are services out there who are like their editors, professional editors and, and writers who will let you dictate, you know, into a you know microphone or recorder uh, your book, so to speak. You just simply talk about whatever it is you want to go over, your, your history, your life, your biography, your 
um, parents' lives, the war, yeah. all these things. Simply talk, you know, for hours and hours, however much time you want to do this. That recording then gets sent to these editors, this company that does this. They then take all that material, which is your writing, your your words, but put it into a very um, gram- grammatically correct version, you know, properly paragraphed out, organized into themes, et cetera. So it's, you know, it flows and it's really more of a, a book style than just a, a lecture. And it's not that expensive. I tell you, I know a lot of people who are doing these because it's a nice legacy to really put in writing what you've gone through in your life. You know, all the things you've done. Uh, many of us have done amazing things. A lot of, I know a lot of our clients, I, I get impressed every day with what their stories are and things they've gone through, especially those of the great greatest generation out there. And, and then even those in the, that were born and raised in the sixties, um, they have amazing things they've gone through. And that's where, why not share those learning experiences, those life experiences you've had so that your own kids maybe and grandkids and, and who knows future generations can learn from them or at least be entertained by it. And it's not that difficult. And it's a great way I think to, to have a pass your time in a purposeful way that will put in writing and printed book form, your story. Your either your topics that you want to focus on, or you maybe you're you're amazing uh, mechanic, or you have a really good knowledge of history yourself, or whatever it is you learned throughout all these years, you can write that down in a book just by dictating it into these recordings and have these professional editors, you know, make it really flow and be spelling correct, grammatically correct, etc., without much work. And I, I really find that as a as a great idea. Um, for anybody out there who is, you know, considering writing a book, it, it really isn't that difficult. Again, uh, and if any of our listeners want to um, learn more about it, I do have, and I don't get anything from this, but I do have folks that we've seen that do really good work. Uh, I could gladly give you that referral. But um, it that topic in itself, I think Tony, as a activity do to do when they retire, is uh, is amazingly popular and really, I think, um, efficient, productive, and and rewarding. Right. And and that's what you want. You want to have a comfortable retirement and yet rewarding. You want to stay active. My grandfather is 97 and going strong, mentally sharp, physically fine. He drives still. He's very active. Uh, He says the secret is to keep going. Don't stop. Just keep plugging away. And and he works out on the farm yet. He's amazing. And so uh, a lot more people are living a lot longer and you've got to stay active though in retirement. Uh, If you come to a complete stop and just uh, don't have meaning, like you said, uh, you kind of lose your way. You need a plan in place. And, uh, you know, it ties into how you're going to plan out your money to last throughout retirement, uh, how much you can spend traveling the world or you know, getting it that RV and driving across country, right? Absolutely. And that's why I say it starts with naming it out. I mean, and you know, you really do need to meet new friends. I tell you the biggest part I, I hear from folks that are retired, you know, they go from a job where they, they're always interacting with a dozen or so coworkers maybe, or various jobs that they've had along the years. And it's usually people you're around, whether it's friends, coworkers, whoever it may be. And one of the biggest things that people miss that I hear is that social interaction. I mean, you know, you have your wife or your, your husband, maybe your, some members of your family at home, but that isn't the same as having that social interaction, that challenge, that that dialogue that occurs with coworkers that you, you really don't uh, realize how important it is until it's gone. And that's right. why I say it's really important to start looking at what groups 
you could be a part of when you stop working. And here, a few ideas I've jotted down over the years, I have some notes here on it, but, um, you know, join like a special interest group, such as a investment club or even book reading clubs. Those are really good. They yep. require a lot of physical work. Uh, there's even fraternal groups like the Lions Club. Um, there's, of course, your church, any spiritual gatherings you wanted to be a part of. Um, coffee bars, they have these little coffee clubs now that are kind of uh, jumping up in the air. There's um, even computer stores that people do like things they meet at and they have different you know, activities to do at those stores, art galleries. You could work at a museum, even here at the, um, in Orange County, I had, I had a client that was at the air museum out of John Wayne airport and he loved it. He was in his nineties. I think he, he lived, he was 97 and one is, uh, was one of the, you know, I guess, uh, hosts or however you want to call them guides at the museum. And it was just, he, the stories he'd tell me and the smiles he'd have on his face when a school, would come through there and he'd be able to tell them all about these airplanes they're looking at because he himself was a, a pilot in World War II and Korean War. And he would just feel so rewarding and to share all the stories he had and to give all this knowledge to these younger generations. It, it, it just give, again, gave him more purpose every day to get up and go do something that meant something to somebody else. So, you know, the, the opera, art galleries, there's so many things you could really do, but it really, really stressed the part about being part of a group. Don't just sit home all day, in my opinion, and, you know, do one solo activity like, you know, um, what do you call that game on TV or the, the card game where you play solitaire, you know, or basket weaving or knitting all day long. Those have a purpose and they can be fun little hobbies occasionally. But I think all day of solitary, you know, confinement or being by yourself or just your spouse tends to get very uh, tiring and not rewarding. And that's where I think even marriages start having trouble a lot of times, unfortunately, when the kids, you know, move out of the house, both both husband and wife are retired and they may start finding fault with each other that that's born out of just boredom and not real out of fact. And they, they kind of start finding reasons to complain about each other. And it's common that we see a lot of uh, we call it it's actually the highest category of divorce. Now they call it gray divorce, which is folks over 55. And it's a very alarmingly growing number of folks that are over that age that are, uh, re that are getting divorced. And it's really sad to see after 20 or 30 years of marriage. And I think a big part of that is because they didn't have uh, something to challenge them in their life. They didn't have another group to be a part of when they stopped working or the kids moved out and that just created problems. It, it dominated into, the, into their own, their own marriage. And that's, that's what can happen. None of us want that. And of course, not everybody has that happen, but it's, it's yeah. too common. And I think that's why we want to want to focus on this topic today. And hopefully this has sparked some interest in our listeners and made them aware of what really they could do now to make their retirement look a lot better, have it be more fun. Even the planning of it all could be really a lot of fun. And again, make it where you can plan for it financially to do all those things that you want to do. Well, and I think this is a great topic because you have to stay active in retirement and we need these ideas and tips and you have a lot of great ones there. Something to think about. We have to take a quick break, Kevin. Is there anything you want to add before the break? Just, uh, I want to encourage and let all of our K Bright family know that they're always, you're always welcome to come meet with me anytime. Uh, I'm really good at, I think, bringing up these topics that are important that maybe you have not talked about with your spouse or thought about much. And uh, that's what I do is, as an independent fiduciary is just be that third party that's unbiased to guide you guys in making these important decisions about retirement, when to retire, what to do during retirement, and then, of course, how to manage your money so as to get the income that you need to 
enjoy your retirement year. So if you want to meet with me, guys, please give me a call. Uh, it's no cost. One hour time with me to go over all these things that we've been discussing and anything else of concerns that you may have. Please call our office now. I have two locations in uh, Garden Grove and also down in Laguna Niguel. And our number here to call is area code 949-218-3900. All right. Sounds great, Kevin. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Smart Money and Kevin Richards after this. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At KNR Consulting Group, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office at 949-218-3900 or visit us at knrconsultinggroup.com to learn more. And welcome back to Smart Money with our host, Kevin Richards, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, Kevin, you're with KNR Consulting Group, and I know that you stay busy talking with people about retirement. Uh, you really have focused on finances, but a big part of this planning sounds like a, a lifestyle plan, having a plan in place for what you're going to do, how you're going to stay active and involved. And you mentioned a number of things like volunteering, I know with a church, uh, with other groups. I think that's fantastic. And it is so important for people to know what they're going to do in retirement, right? Absolutely. And, and as I mentioned in our first segment, Tony, it, it's actually a fun activity to plan it. And again, I, I did equate it to planning for, for a vacation. We all have done that, I'm sure, many of us. And we know that excitement of looking at all the different excursions and places to go and what you're going to do when you're out there. And that's part of the fun, I think, of the entire vacation experience. Well, retirement is going to be a, let's call it a 20 year vacation or more uh, for those that, that live that long. And you got to start looking at it, at it and almost like plan it as a, your new career. What, what's your new career going to be? Your retirement career, if that's the right way to say it. What's it going to be like? What do you want to do? You know, and you got to start looking at all your options, just like you would for a job. Anybody who's going to work, you know, go apply for a job, they look at all their options. What kind of field do they want to be in? What are they good at? What excites them? Well, now's your time to write your own ticket. You know, we've always taught about, um, you hear that a lot of times people say, do what you love or do what you're passionate about as a job. Well, that that isn't always the case. And we all, a lot of times can't pay the bills doing what we have a strong passion for growing up. You may love to do, be an artist, but many people know it's really difficult to be a, a career artist and, and have enough of a income to do all the things you need to do for your family. So we may have had a job we weren't passionate about for the past 30 years or so, and it, but it provided income and, and, so, and such for your family and, and uh, gave you all the things that you have now, which, which is great. But now that you're soon to be or are uh, retired and no longer having to work and you saved well and you have a good sized you know, 401k or IRA and, and you did your good due diligence and stewardship of, of watching your money and saving uh, all your money that you can. So you do have a reserves to live comfortably in retirement. Now that you've done that, well, well done, but that's just half the job. Now we have to start looking at what's your new career going to be. All that is just what I'm saying is I've seen this third hand and maybe a lot of y'all have heard this before, but I can tell you from a person who's, who's seen it, um, hundreds if not a thousand times I've been in this industry of working with retirees for almost 10 years now 
actually over 10 years. And it's really been an obvious thing that I see that those that do well, that have strong marriages, strong faith, and actually enjoy their retirement years are the ones that have um, some real meaningful activity that rewards other people, that gives back to other people, not just themselves, not just playing golf all day or watching soap operas. Those honestly are not very happy that I've seen for, for the most part. Right. Whereas the ones that volunteer or like in my example, my, my uh, client who helps others that are fixing their cars and all that stuff, man, they, they just are like, tw- they act like they're 30 tw- or 20 or 30 years old and they're in their sixties. Yeah. And I, I just see it day in and day out. So I, I want to stress that to our listeners that, you know, if you haven't put time into this or thought about it, start looking at what your career, you know, is going to be yeah. when you stop working and it, it starts becoming fun and go, you know, go dabble in some things that you may not think you're excited about, or you, maybe you are, but you haven't really done any, anything. Start volunteering, go work somewhere for free at the library. If you like libraries or at the golf course, if you want to help people at the golf course, anything that gives meaning or puts a value to your activity, meaning helping other people, I just think it's going to reward you tenfold. Yeah. And that's what we're looking for. And I think it's very important. Some great advice, Kevin, on how to stay focused, how to put a plan in place and have a purpose. I think that's a a big key to this whole conversation. Have a purpose, have a goal, and then you can make your retirement fun. You can get that RV and go across the country. You can visit your kids. You can work on those hobbies and really uh, spend some quality time, volunteer your time. I think that's a big one that a lot of retirees can do that really helps them is volunteer for a really good organization that you believe in. Well, you know, exactly. I tell you one people, a lot of folks I talk to, they want to see the world. They want to travel. Now that they're not stuck to a nine to five job, they want to see the world. Well, yep. you know, there's a lot of these groups out there that do these excursions or, or organized uh, travel trips where they actually go to to a place like Australia, Europe, or even Africa. But when you're there, you're not just there sightseeing. You go there for a few, half the days, you're actually volunteering at a local, you know, orphanage or a habitat for humanity type of setting. But they actually do these activities where they're all going together. Let's say it's 12 or 20 feet people or so. But when they get to their destination, A, they're in a new look, you know, new country and, and are seeing some really amazing beautiful areas, but they're also doing something while they're exploring that area, doing something of value, not just, you know, taking a bus tour throughout Europe or we've all done these tours like this. I think they get very mundane and monotonous where if you go to Africa or you go to somewhere in Europe or Australia and you do something to give back to those people in a way that you can do in your own abilities, it makes that entire trip so much more powerful, so much more rewarding. And I I just think that's, uh, and I've seen, again, a lot of folks do that. Uh, And I'm looking forward to doing that on my next trip. It it just makes that entire experience, you know, life-changing for a lot of people. And if you do that once a year when you're retired, uh, I think you'll just be so thankful uh, while you're healthy enough to do these things. Why not do it? You know, don't wait till you're too old. I'll tell you a quote I I actually have written down here at my desk. I like this one, Tony. It's by um, a lot of people who are tuning in may have heard this person, uh, St. Augustine wrote this. He said, the world is a book and those who do not travel read only a page. And it's so true. I think we all need to see the world while we're healthy enough to do so, but do it in a way while, you know, you're traveling, you can actually help others. I mean, I, I try to help others every day that we can even locally, but if you can do it in a way like this, I think that makes your, your traveling trip so much more valuable. 
I like and that. Rewarding, I, you know? Yeah, I like the fact that you tie it together. If you like to travel, do it, but do some mission work while you're there. Uh, exactly. You know, there's a lot of work to be done in countries like Belize and uh, different parts of uh, Africa and Europe. And there's just these places in Central America that you can go and you can enjoy, but you can also put in some hard work and have a purpose while you're there and really make a difference. And boy, that is very rewarding to both yourself and the people you're helping. I Exactly. I just had a, a friend the other day went out to, uh, I think it was Nigeria or somewhere in Africa, and they they created they, the group, the nonprofit group actually um, builds play um Parks, I guess you call it, like parks that'll be permanently there. They take these old beaten up uh, playgrounds that are here in the U.S. and send them over to Africa. And, you know, these, these, these inner city areas or these rural villages that are just so impoverished. But these kids are so happy um, every day beyond belief without nothing really to, to have as, as, as a comfort that we have here. But this group went out there and they build these playgrounds that are permanent playgrounds, not just temporarily giving them some shirts or uh, food for the day. They actually create these, you know, playgrounds that lightens them up, brings their spirits up higher, gives them something to do, makes that whole energy level and that, that positiveness that these kids, you know, who had nothing all of a sudden have something to play with in for years to come to change all those kids in that village. It is just, uh, this lady, it was in her fifties that did this. We came back with just almost tears in her eye on how excited she was to see that all that work that they did for about 10 days made this entire village of, I don't know, I'd say several hundred, if not a thousand uh, families become just like, like it was Christmas day. Like it was, you know, their whole life just changed because this volunteer group came and saw their beautiful country, but created a permanent playground for these kids to enjoy and be a way to become healthy and exercise yeah, for the rest huge. for many years to come. You know, that's an example of one, Tony. So I, that's great. I think they're out there. They could do these things. Many people yeah. can do them easily. Yeah, for sure. Well, we're almost out of time for today's show. Kevin, is there anything else you want to add or say for our listeners before we go today? Just a reminder, as I mentioned earlier, Tony, we have seminars. Any listener out there who'd love to come to one of our seminars, we do them at least two days a week on usually Tuesdays and Thursday evenings at about 6.30 p.m. at various uh, libraries and community centers all throughout Orange County. If you want to attend one of them, please call our office. Or if you'd rather meet with me in person for a one-hour, no-cost, no-obligation uh, consultation about your own financial concerns or retirement planning needs, please call our office now. I'd love to meet with you uh, at one of our locations. We're in Garden Grove and also down in Laguna Niguel. And the number to call is uh, 949 218 3900. All right. Great offer for our listeners. And that does it for today's episode of Smart Money with Kevin Richards. Thank you for listening to Smart Money with Kevin Richards. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, contact Kevin Richards at KNR Consulting Group. That's 949 218 3900 or visit their website at knrconsultinggroup.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Kevin Richards and KNR Consulting Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. 